Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. This is going to be kind of a lopsided show. Um, I want it to be kind of short because I'm dealing with some things that I'm going to talk about at the end, uh, which it gets super real. So if, you know, there's there's a trigger warning, I'm going to say that right now, emotional trigger warning. Um, I'm not being glib. Uh, I'm not trying to be like hip and I'm not trying to be like, oh, like triggered. Like, seriously, like if... You've gone through some personal trauma that I'm going to get into. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of give a better warning uh, in a little bit. Um, then, you know, you probably want to skip the second half. <laughs> and with that auspicious beginning, um, I forgot last week to do the, like, retrospective. I talked about how I was going to do that and look back on the year before, like, almost to date, for, you know, and, like, you know, episode number, episode number, um, and totally forgot to do that. So... <laughs> Uh, top of the list you cannot see is, uh, forgot, and do the retrospective. See notes. And notes is a more professional, um, version of, uh, I just cut and pasted the, uh, episode description, uh, into a different, uh, little, uh, list, sub-list. Um, but Chew Bones, which, uh, probably I was going through, um, you know, finally going back to the dentist after, um, years of... Um, just not going. I didn't, like, not brush my teeth. I didn't, like, neglect my dental health. I just didn't go to the dentist for a while. Um, and then suddenly got dental insurance and went, yeah, like, what the hell? I'll go in for a cleaning now. Anticipation of episode 300. Obviously, I was looking forward to, like, another milestone. Um, I didn't listen to the episode, but, um, more variant covers. I was not about to go back and try to figure out a year ago, like, which variant covers came out. Um... But uh, it was cool that I was still working on variant covers at the time. Uh, the finish. This is kind of neat. The finish lines of Kathy Hammond, uh, or I hate Kathy Hammond, which means the the season one was I was probably wrapping up all the recordings, uh, mixing everything down, putting everything together, making sure I had all the foley, um, both music and sound effects. It's really sound design, getting all that down. So that's kind of cool. Um, that we're you know going to be going into season two pretty soon in terms of recording. Um, starting next month, so, uh, and then, uh, Red Circle, uh, which was, um, kind of the third volume in the Fear Agents world, we'll see if I ever get to, um, the second volume was called Shroud, and then the Red Circle, we'll see if, if it, they ever see the light of day. So no, it's kind of cool, like, looking back, you know, uh, at, at that, at that year, um, uh, and seeing what I was doing that summer, so that was the retrospective. New show frustrations. You know, I did talk to Deb last week about uh, MTB versus uh, CE 2020. And admittedly, I didn't... I got a little frustrated. Uh, I think she got frustrated because I was frustrated. And then I got frustrated that she was frustrated that I was frustrated. And it was just kind of a big frustrated circle jerk, which could be its own thing anyway. But um, a circle jerk of frustration, still not better. So I think I'm going to start looking at what I've got for, you know, to do for the rest of the year, really, for the network for new shows and upcoming stuff, you know, with Kathy Hammond um, and Black Falls probably hitting uh, in the fall and winter. I'll see where I'm at to start working on maybe CE 2021 um, and then kind of start looking at, um, you know, maybe dialing back from another scripted show. I'm not sure. I don't know. Because once K 
Kathy Hammond 2 comes out, then I'm going to start working on Kathy Hammond 3, like I did, you know, this time. Um, so, we'll see. Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we, we, I was a little frustrated because I was like, well, look, like, you want me to do all this work, but like, I can't delegate to you because it's like, you know, kind of a, I mean, writing's, you know, not a one-man show or one-person show, rather. But Deb, you know, has, you know, often said where she's like, she's a better editor than she's a writer. So she, you know, might throw me a kernel of an idea, see what I do with it, and then kind of, you know, refine it from there. And then I go, oh, well, that made me think of this thing. Maybe what I'll do is build outlines for both projects and go, here, this is what's, you know, this is what it's going to take to get both of these off the ground. This, you know, this is what I've got in terms of fear and, you know, my usual, you know, nerd stuff and damn, um, as well as, you know, Black Falls and Kathy Hammond, like, where pipes are, you know, backing me up here, um, as long as they're not backing up, <laughs> pipe jokes, um, plumbing jokes, so, you know, maybe I'll do that, I'll, I'll kind of do like a quote-unquote, like, you know, cost comparison, um, between the two projects and bring them to Deb and go, realistically, this is, you know, what it looks like, what do you want to do? So, because really, I'm, I'm too close to everything. Um, I'll basically write whatever, you know, basically go in whichever direction she says, but I'm not going to really choose the direction because it doesn't ultimately matter to me. I go, okay, just tell me what I'm working on at this point. Um, see, once again, I'm, you know, a little frustrated, but I'm on edge for, for other reasons, which we'll get into. This is kind of a fun one before it gets real. Uh, friends divided on beard growth. Uh, I posted on our uh, Instagram and uh, my personal Facebook that I actually shaved down the, the you know, the, the COVID-19 beard, the, the, the quarantine beard, the isolation beard. So I don't look like an oldie-timey, you know, sea captain anymore. Um, it doesn't look like I'm going for, like, you know, to, to go be cast in the sequel to The Lighthouse. So... Yeah, and I had friends who were like, oh, no, like, that sucks. Like, you should have kept growing it out. Um, and I had friends who were like, oh, my God, you clean up so much better. Like, yay, yes, all the, you know, after in terms of the before and after, all the after. Um, my thing is I, I would have kept the longer beard, but because of I'm in Colorado and there's the new mask mandate, you know, for this month, like, I, there's nowhere I can go that can, like, shape it. Um, it just, it was getting unwieldy. Uh, it looked like, you know, I was an insane, you know, prospector from, you know, the 1840s. So, um, you know, if, if there could have been a place I could have gone to, like, shape it, um, I absolutely would have done that. Um, but instead, I mean, I, I, I don't have the, the skill nor the tools to shape my own beard. Um, I only have, like, a, a shaver that I shave my head with and, like, the guards. So I just, I took it down to, like, the half inch that I normally would when I, you know, when I eventually go back to the day job. So that's it. Like, I just, you know, I would have loved to have kept the, the, the big beard. Um, but it was, it was getting kind of, and it was getting annoying. Like, when I wear my headphones, my gaming headphones and stuff like that, like, it was just, and I had to start using product, like, it's, you know, like, to, to keep it under control. We'll see if I ever decide to just grow one back again. Um, but it was funny that my friends were kind of divided on, like, no, we like you looking like a wild man versus, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, you look so much better cleaned up. 
All right, so last thing on the list you cannot see, and here's your warning. If you have had a parent pass away, <laughs> and you are, you know, still reeling from that, or, you know, you're worried about uh, having some emotions, uh, you know, kind of brought back up, stop listening, because I'm going to start talking about that. Um, and obviously, I found out recently that my dad had passed away. So, I got the call uh, last Tuesday from the Denver County Morgue, or Denver County, you know, coroner's office, uh, that after a welfare check uh, called in by a neighbor resulted in, they had to force entry, so they, they literally, like, SWAT kicked down the door, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago. If I would have known what I know now, I would that door would have been down two weeks ago. And, um... They, they found my dad uh, dead. Uh, he'd been deceased for longer than I'm going to mention. Uh, longer than I care to admit, unfortunately. Um, the fact that, you know, it was weeks and no one knew. Um, until a neighbor went to, like, a neighbor was like, I haven't seen him in, you know, a little while. And saw, like, flies on the windowsill and went, oh. And really, when I went over there um, the day of, after I heard, I, I got the call at 8.30 in the morning, and um, I went over there the afternoon to, um, you know, kind of assess, like, you know, what was going on, and, you know, how do we get in, and we're going to have to, you know, clear the place out for things that I'll get into in a second, but um, and that, uh, that smell was mighty powerful, I, I will say that. I remembered the thing from uh, Silence of the Lambs where they talk about, like, putting, like, rub under your nose. So, um, but, uh, you know, yeah, there, there was some, um, leakage since he had been left, you know, where he fell, um, or where he landed or whatever you want to say for time. Um, and, uh, so literally for like, you know, a week I've been, well, I'll get into kind of the physical coping and then I'll get into the, a bit of the emotional. Um, and then I'll, I'll wrap up because this is going to be such a downer um, if, y you know, um, you, you don't, if you have both your parents, then man, lucky. Um, but, you know, if you're missing one, you know, one's going to, you might be, you know, listening to this and, you know, breathing into a paper bag right now. Um, or, you know, you want to hear about, you know, you've never thought about, you know, one of your parents dying and, and you go, Maybe a nugget of, of wisdom will fall out of Doug's face on the show, or you know, it happens to you. I don't hope, I don't wish this on anyone, but like you know, if it happens down the road, sometime uh, from now until eternity, you know, and you you hear this and you go, oh, like you know, or or you listen to this and you, you've emotionally processed and you can reach back, you know, reach out to me and go, you know. It gets better. It doesn't get better. Hey, this is how I coped. You know, hope this helps. You know, I'm look. I mean, advice in terms of coping, I'm looking for. Um, luckily, most of my friends have their parents, both of them. So, anyway, so physically, I've been. You know, for the week, I've been going over to his his residence, the townhouse, and you know, started to clear things out room by room. Um, we've set off. You know. Uh, I'm skipping uh, going over there today uh, so I can record this and record Nerd Vomit, have some sense of, like, normalcy and, like, socialization. 
Um, it's not that I'm being callous. It's that it's a distraction. I know what it is, and I might as well make it useful by, you know, focusing on the network. It's like, you know, part, you know, uh, 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 jumping into work as a distraction. So physically, I've been, you know, working on the network um, and playing a lot of Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Thank God for 92-side missions, because, man, that's Distraction City. Or Distraction Village. Uh, Distraction Farmstead? I mean, it's 1272 in Japan, so yeah, Distraction Farmstead. You know, I like cleaning the place out, and uh, I'm just waiting for um, word from the crematorium that, you know, he's burned up in a little box. Um, he's done. I made the joke. Uh, my mom uh, has been helping me, and she goes, yeah, you just waiting to hear about, you know, when he's done. I said, well done. <laughs> uh, it's life or cry, folks, and I'm not known for crying. I have talked to a few, uh, under the, you know, uh, more... Uh, Oh, so to wrap up physical, I've just been putting one foot in front of the other, um, you know, clearing out, you know, all of his clothes and starting to figure out what's going to go into, like, thrift store goodwill donations and what I want to keep. Because I was honestly, like, I didn't, I didn't expect to keep more than, like, one or two things. And then I go, oh, like, I kind of like that. And I, you know, like, not anything big. Like, all of his furniture is going to go eventually. Um, he's got a couple TVs. I might keep one. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to sell his cell phone after I wipe it, and I found a t iPod from 2005, oh, my computer agrees, or it's denouncing an iPod from 2005, um, most likely that, that I'm going to, um, I'm going to just get, kind of give to a friend, and I'm just putting one foot in front of the other, and, you know, just taking it day by day, and now on to the emotional part, I mean, to be perfectly honest, uh, my dad and I weren't, like, super close, um, and he was known, you know, to kind of just shut himself away from friends and family, um, as I found out both from, you know, from family and, and friends and, and walking in there was like, wasn't hoarder level, but it was goddamn close in terms of like mail from like 2003. Um, and it was like in like kitchen cabinets, like it was in weird fucking places. So... Um, and he'd been doing it, obviously, for, for you know, decades. Um, so it's, you know, been hard to kind of, you know... The way he lived raises more questions than answers with me um, in terms of his um, giant collection of blue jeans and light bulbs. It's weird. We weren't close, so there's not a whole lot of, you know, like, immediate like, impact, where I'm gonna have to, like, like, oh my god, I saw him every week, and now, like, what do I do on Wednesdays when we would normally go to lunch, like, there's not, there's not that, like, I hadn't talked to the man in months, and before that, I hadn't seen him for, like, a year and a half, um, and that was, like, a chance encounter to weirdly record an, ep uh, an episode of Nerd Vomit with Troy, and I think I talked about that, you know, beyond the, the retrospective date, I mean, I remember it was in the, it must have been in the spring or summer, because it was nice enough that, you know, I, Try and I sat outside so I could smoke, um, and then the wind hit the mic and the entire episode just, like, was awful. But emotionally, like, you know, I, I know that most people, they break down after everything because it's, you don't have time to slow down with, you know, the cremation and the death certificates and then clearing out the townhouse and figuring out what to do with the car and there's, like, land in this, like, no-man's-land area of Colorado I'm going to have to deal with. 
and I don't want to have to call his, you know, a few of his ex-wives and go, hey, your name is on some of these joint financial things. Like, what what, what do I need to know? And i got to tell them the dad's dead. And then they're going to try to be like, let's get like together and blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna go like, that's not what this is about. I don't want anything to do with any of you. It's not that I'm a recluse as well. I've got close friends. I've talked to them. Um, I've already talked to Deb uh, and uh, Ryan, who's the co-host of Shooting the Gap, and a friend who I've known for 20 years. Um, and, you know, he and I talked for a good, pff, I don't even want to know, uh, I mean, probably a good, you know, hour, uh, a couple days ago. So, I mean, and I, I like the, you know, I shouldn't say I like the outpouring, that sounds so narcissistic, but I appreciate the, the outpouring of, you know, people going like, I'm sorry, and I know you weren't close, but like, he was your dad, and that's true. Um, I don't have a dad anymore. And I'm glad that there's no service, because I think the eulogy would have been very difficult, uh, as the man was difficult. Uh, he was smart, he was funny, uh, amazing taste in music and books, like, he kept up in, I found the iPad, iPod, and he's like, been listening to the Decemberists, and my dad listened to My Chemical Romance, like, what the fuck? And he had a bunch of Murakama books, and, um, Leo Tolstoy, like, his book collection is great, I'm going to probably keep a couple books. But he was also like, you know, I made the joke that I, you know, inherited his emotional distance. He was, you know, a difficult man. Um, that Irish blood, you know, moods, moods infect us like a, you know, germ, and that was rough. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like abusive or anything. But he was, you know, he could have been, he could have been, you know, now looking back, maybe a little emotional and verbally abusive, but, you know, not like... I turned into a serial killer kind of way, you know, and then, you know, around like 17, he was just like, well, you're your own like adult person. And I was like, you know, you, we don't have to hang out all the time. And, and I, I felt, I didn't know it then. Um, I know it now that I've done like a lot of emotional grieving, you know, the last, you know, five years, seven years, whatever. Um, that, you know, I felt abandoned. So, um, and it was strange because, he had, when I was cleaning out one of his one of the rooms in his townhouse, there's this weird jar, and it's like I was like, "What the fuck is this weird little jar?" And it's like this like clay jar that I made when I was in fourth grade, and he still had it, and I didn't expect that. So I'm starting to kind of lose it. Um, so I'm gonna sign off. So from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. It's going to get better. Uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better, and I know that. But one foot in front of the other right now. Addition. Good night. Internet.